0: Over the last couple of years um, in particular I would say uh, we've taken um, a more uh, intentional approach to uh, creating opportunities for people as as you move for our people as you move towards a greater experience of Christ to uh, give you opportunities to address mental and emotional health needs along the way and there's a couple of things that have happened last year that I'm very excited about. One is the I Love Homer uh, Mental Health Scholarship Fund, mm-hmm. which I think we've funded at this point close to 200 hours. Yeah, yeah, something oh, like yeah. that, oh, or oh, more yeah. maybe. Yeah. Um, for those who want to benefit from a Christian uh, credentialed counselor but maybe can't afford to do so, mm-hmm. uh, so that fund is still active. We're still uh, awarding scholarships from that fund for people to meet with a Christian health uh, mental health professional. Um, we also opened up Whitestone, uh, this summer, I think it was in the later part of the summer, uh, which is our new, uh, clinic space over next to our office. And we have, I think right now four, uh, providers who are providing services there at Mm -hmm. Whitestone. Um, but, um, one of the things that I feel like is, um, is a hurdle maybe that the church in the last generation is overcoming mm-hmm. is a stigma around, uh, uh addressing mental, emo- yeah. emotional health yeah. needs, right? A stigma around inside of Christian circles, acknowledging your weakness, your need, and, and even our need to have other people speak into our lives. And so I had, um, what, a couple of months ago, felt like a great idea. And then late last night, felt like a terrible idea. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. 100%. Um, we've invited up, and uh, he's gonna be here for a couple of weeks, and he's gonna be talking about, we'll talk a little bit about what he's up to for the next couple of weeks. But um, we've invited up uh, a personal coach, counselor, teacher. Uh, of ours who has been speaking into uh, my life and my wife's life Mm -hmm. and we thought what if we led by example invited our counselor coach teacher guy to Homer and then did like a live counseling session on stage as a married couple yep like I said last night I was questioning my judgment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you were almost so sick this morning you couldn't. Come I almost out or had an, had an emergency that's right. or something else. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, so that's what's going to happen. Uh, this is this is not a scripted interview. Um, Ray and his wife Nancy have been walking with my wife and I actually Nancy for many years because mm-hmm. she was a professor of mine when I was at Moody 20 plus years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm actually not going to give much more context than that because I don't really know how to explain it more than that. But that's what's happening this morning. Um, So, you guys are looking through the window, and my wife, who I would like to invite up to the stage, would you welcome Jenny? We're gonna meet with Ray. Yeah, so make sure you hold the mic in the middle, not at the bottom. Gotcha, thank you. Here, come on up here. There we go. Here's your microphone. Oh, you had orange, that's right, okay. And then, Uh, I don't think so. I think we're good. And then would you guys welcome up my good friend, Ray Kane. Thanks so much. Does this still feel like a good idea?
1: (laughs) What have we got to hide? My goodness. Good morning to you all. This is gonna be a little different than you've been on a Sunday morning, I must say.
0: And who knows how different it might get over the next half an
1: hour. That's (laughs) right, that's right. You'll get thumbs up, thumbs down at the end of the time. That's right. So I gave you a
0: real brief introduction. Why don't you tell everyone you and your wife have a very unique ministry mm-hmm. um actually a number of our people here yes. our, our leadership team right. has been participating yes um, in your ministry over the last couple of years yes. uh, so give us kind of a rundown of sure. what uh you and nancy what you're up to yeah
1: well thank you uh, it's wonderful to be with uh, both of you and with with all of you thank you um My wife Nancy was a professor at Moody for uh, 25 years and had Aaron at the beginning of her journey as a professor. Um, And I have some things that uh, Nancy wrote down about uh, Aaron and about um, um, Jenny. Um, Good things about Jenny. Aaron? uh, Well, we'll have to. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. Um, Nancy and I have uh, been married 46 years uh, together and um, we're both licensed therapists. Nancy when she was at Moody developed a uh, spiritual formation program which when you hear the word spiritual formation people kind of wonder what does that mean. Really basically what it means is it's helping to bring people uh, into looking more like Christ. Uh, that's what we do, and it's a two-year program. We, in 10 years, have put through 600 people uh, through the program, and it's just been an honor, and uh, Jenny and Aaron have been a part of it, along with uh, some other folks from uh, from Homer. Um, it's an honor to be able to be with people and helping them walk the journey of discovery, not only about themselves, in terms of their own um, um, dynamics, their own Um, feelings, their own mental health dynamics uh, issues, but also to understand how Christ can be more an intimate part of their life. And so we journey with people to help them. Uh, Nancy does teaching on the weekends. It's four weekends in a year. And then I run the groups uh, to help people be able to Um, integrate what they're learning Um, because the goal is to look more like Christ at the end of 90 days than when you first uh, began that's that's really a a fundamental goal that we have for the people that come Um, also do uh, some business consulting Um, develop some programs that I'm licensed by the state of Illinois to to teach Uh, increasing your emotional intelligence Um, another one is uh, dealing with difficult people Um, So, I enjoy that. I was in um, business, Uh, I was a a healthcare administrator and uh, operated a a retirement community, became a senior vice president for a developer. So, I designed, developed, market-managed retirement communities. So, I have a business background uh, there, um, you know, in terms of uh, life experience. So, if I was to say the bottom line is, is that I get paid to teach people how to love. That's a great job, really is. So that's what Nancy and I do, and we do it together, uh, speak, do all kinds of things as a team.
0: And then you guys do, you still maintain some private practice stuff. Can you talk about like marriage intensives, how you do that?
1: Yeah, right. Uh, Nancy and I over the last probably eight years or so have been doing marriage intensives. Uh, I really find that it's the best use of our gifts. So we'll see a couple for two six hour days And um, we're able to cover a lot of ground without interruption. You know, with therapy, you go an hour and a half, then you have to reboot every week, which can be a very uh, helpful and therapeutic process. When we're working with couples, to be able to have quality time, so we do it out of our home, and we have a chance to really hone in on what dynamics are keeping that couple from being able to experience a fuller, uh, life together um, and uh, to help couples develop the skill sets that when they're triggered they learn how to get untriggered because that's, that's I find to be most uh, consistent in uh, marriage you get triggered and then it, you drift apart, all kinds of things can happen and so two six hour days uh, they go fast, believe it or not they go really fast so we, we do that uh, together.
0: That's great so we're going to take a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about, um, we'll kind of go both individually, but talk about our growth journey with, with sure. you over the last uh, couple of years. Um, I'll, I'll launch in, and then you stop me and uh, sure. pursue clarification or draw anything out that you want. Yeah, you bet. When, when I connect, reconnected with you guys, with you and Nancy, mm-hmm. uh, it was about two and a half years ago. I yeah, think, right? We were still coming out of. Uh, well, we were still in kind of the middle, I guess, of COVID stuff. COVID, yeah. Um, and I was fatigued. I was exhausted. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it was not. It was not a kind of exhaustion that I felt like a week away was going to fix. It felt like. I was accumulating a deficit over yeah. time right. that, that no amount of stepping back was, was addressing in a significant way. Right. And if I'm being totally honest, when I came to talk to you guys the first time, I think there was a part of me that wanted a little bit of like a pat on the back, like, yeah, it's, yes, it's difficult, and, mm-hmm. and you're doing a great job, and you're going to be okay. Yeah. Uh, what I got instead was, Aaron, what are the broken patterns that persist in your life that get you to this place and then keep you here? Yeah. Um, Which was a question I was less comfortable uh, answering for sure. Um, But, um, so there was a series of things, kind of observations along the way um, that uh, were significant. But one of the things that began that you and Nancy actually began to draw with me is that when I when I sort of reach that threshold where I feel like I don't have sufficient energy or capacity, um, I begin to disengage. Mm-hmm. And by disengage, I mean I begin to disengage inter- internally. Yeah, right. I kind of shut down. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, in looking for rest, I dot, Um, And I didn't even really have a framework for thinking about this, but in looking for rest for my soul to feel Mm -hmm. Replenished I would go into even just time off even just a little bit of time off at home I would go into checkout mode and look for things to do that help my mind escape basically, right? The byproduct of that being I think a couple of things one I never came back from that feeling rested right I actually felt more disconnected from the Lord through that Mm -hmm. but one of the other things that that kind of began I began to understand of course Jenny knew this for a long time is that she would perceive me in those times as pulling away Mm -hmm. and what I really wanted was to be connected but what she perceives is me like trying to create distance Mm-hmm. And me unaware that I'm, that I'm producing that dynamic, right. because I'm just sort of shutting down in order to get to get some respite
1: mm-hmm.
0: for myself. Right. right. I'm closing off and essentially sort of shutting down my sure. emotional brain. Um, well the other negative side of that is mm-hmm. that, that that has consistently been the area in my life when I'm in that mode where I open myself up to the attack of the enemy. Sure because I'm not, I'm almost like unaware of myself, you know, Mm. um, I'm not tracking with the Lord. I'm, I'm just, uh, internally outwardly, you could observe me just continuing to do all of the things right internally though, I end up, uh, just sort of pulling away and closing myself off. Mm Um, and, um, Nancy was the one, I think, first that identified that. She said, You, it's, the, uh, it's consistent with the vice of sloth. Mm-hmm. Sloth is disengagement, right? Great. It's, I want to get away from everything. I actually want to make sure that my world is at peace. I want to get all of my jobs done and all of my box checked off so that I can just retreat into myself mm-hmm. and be okay there.
1: Right.
0: Um, and it was actually Nancy that said to me, You're going to have to come to terms with the Lord on how sinister sloth really is in your life and your relationship with Jesus. Mm -hmm. Uh, What happened, uh, it was actually about a year ago, is I think for the first time, because of uh, where the two of you were helping me in my growth, is I felt like I was able to watch, for the first time ever, my cycle of of getting fatigued and then disengagement. And it was as if I was seeing my own life mm-hmm. differently, right? And sort of watching myself unravel mm-hmm. um, internally and watching myself do that and going, oh my goodness, um, I'm aware of what I do, but being aware of it is not sufficient mm-hmm. to, right. to break that cycle, that right. broken cycle. Exactly. And it was in that place, I think, of vulnerability that in a new way, both through um, my relationship with Jenny, my relationship with you and your wife, that I felt like the Lord was able to reach in and communicate his love for me in that place of feeling very um, Mm -hmm. broken and um, uh, almost more sad about the dynamic now that I'm made more aware of it and I see the fallout of that and how it affects me internally. Um, And on the other side of that, of kind of receiving love in that place of vulnerability which is really difficult for me to do I want to hide I want to get it my I want to get my act together and I want to represent myself mm-hmm. and talk about it in retrospect look what I learned and look what I did and look yes. what I figured out yes. um, uh, but there was a new kind of uh, experience of the love of God in the midst of that that uh, I would say had the effect of, of creating or sort of generating in me a greater sense of freedom to where I can come to the Lord and not feel like, okay, I'm before the Lord now. Mm-hmm. I've got I've to do all of the things. I've got to be all of the things, you yes. know? Um, that that place of needing to get away, I don't, I'm not, I'm learning mm-hmm. not to shut him Not to shut him off in that way so that I can like go over here and be useless for a while. I think you were the one that first said, why can't you just be useless? Mm -hmm. Um, To be able to be open to the Lord and feel like I have nothing to bring right now. Mm -hmm. I have nothing to offer. Mm -hmm. Can I just be here with you? Yes. Um, And that feels like really a gift.
1: that's wonderful. That's wonderful. Uh, 40 years, um, I've been counseling and have counseled all kinds of situations, to say the least. But pastors I love working with, um, particularly. Um, I had, uh, uh, I said to a pastor one time, uh, being a pastor is like uh, a turkey in a turkey shoot, <laughs> And he said, in a real small yard. <laughs> I thought that was cute. But my point is, <clears throat> is that, there's only two pastors in my life experience that have been as vulnerable. Uh, one pastor that is in Chicago, who's now retired, and then Aaron. Um, and that's, it's unusual to find a pastor that's willing to be vulnerable, uh, that's willing to do this. I, you're not probably close enough, but there were tender tears in his eyes as he was sharing. Um, you don't get that very often. That's a, that's a gift. That's a real gift. Um, So I just wanted to um, make that commercial, if I could, (laughs) on that side. Um, Aaron, when you were talking, um, I was hearing two parts. I was hearing you in the beginning sharing, and then the way you were sharing at the end of of your time of sharing was very different. When you were sharing in the beginning, this is the question that I wanted to ask was, um, how is faith informing you in regards to this tendency to want to withdraw and recharge thinking that you're going to recharge but as you began to um, share you began to bring bring Christ into the process and I just want you to know I hear that um, because the first part um, of you bless you okay, it's tender the first part is how I experienced you when you first started the program. Uh, It was harder for you to have faith in form. It was harder for you to have that more personal connection.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And what side of the brain is it when you... Go to your, just your thinking sort of direction.
1: The left side is more the thinking rational, yeah. the right side is more the, fe- healing occurs on the right side of the brain, actually.
0: Yeah. Nancy would say to me, I think more frequently than you, okay, say that again, but don't tell me it from your left brain. <laughs>
1: yeah, right. Yeah. That's what you say. Yeah. 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 From the feelings, yeah. uh, getting in touch with uh, more, yeah uh, very much so.
0: And I think some of the, f- even just the feeling of, of tenderness around that is the gift of feeling like it's okay to encounter Christ in these very, um, in these places of, of feeling tremendously weak, mm-hmm. uh, tremendously, uh, sort of inadequate to bring something of yeah. value to my relationship with Jesus. You know, right. I should, right. I should do a good devotion. I should do a good Bible study. I should, you know, something, right. Right. produce something and to be able to, Uh, grow in that sense of freedom to just be with him to acknowledge my inability and weakness and meet with him there has been really precious
1: yeah it's um thomas merton says in no man is an island when we aren't becoming the person that we want to be we end up doing more it's very natural it's very natural for us out of fear to want to control our circumstances but love is what gives us the opportunity to let go of yeah. And to be in relationship with, from an energy point of view, the difference would be, you were a, a um, uh, an energy pack that you were trying to um, recharge yourself on your own terms. Right. Um, when we're in Christ, the energy pack is all around us, and and we're able to draw from that energy to learn how to live into that. Yeah. It's a whole different way of living. Um, it's a way of living that I believe we were designed to be in relationship with, you know, yeah. and it's like, Jenny, what's it like to hear your husband share what he's sharing here? It's been great. Has To, it? Um,
2: to be in process. So yes. We have talked through these things, and at moments, sometimes I think he's just now realizing that, because, you know, <laughs> I feel like... I thought we were understanding the same thing when you were yeah. saying when you were saying this years ago or whatever, or we right. talked through this, but then like things are opening up and understanding yeah. and then it's just like hmm. I don't know. We're becoming more on the same page yes. too. And then yes. when he shares with me obviously things that I didn't know or that I'm like, Oh, well, that makes yeah. sense then that makes me feel very close because mm. now we're we're getting to know each other on, on that deeper level.
1: Isn't that nice? Yeah. yeah. Learning how to attach, develop a healthy uh, attachment with another person. Mm-hmm. Um, it took me a long time to learn. For 13 years of my marriage, Nancy would ask me, Ray, do you love me? And of course I give her the right answer, but I didn't know how to love. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't know how to attach uh, at all, uh, to be vulnerable and, and those kinds of things. Um, and it's been exciting to see the two of you Uh, developing that Um, and I would just add like
0: I would tell myself that I was doing her a favor by not sharing with her (laughs) difficult and vulnerable things about myself right that it just complicates or you know makes her feel unsure about where I'm at mentally and so I'll do her a favor really I'm doing trying to do myself a favor by protecting yeah. And, and, and essentially presenting what ends up being a lie about my own weakness. Yeah. yeah.
1: Are you glad that he's not doing any more of those favors for you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, <clears throat> partnership uh, in marriage um, is a, uh, a journey. Um, and what I find that is God uses marriage as the place to sanctify us, to help us learn how to become more like Christ. And, uh, and that's, that's not easy. It's hard work. It's really hard work. And so to see the both of you make the changes that you've made uh, has been just, just wonderful. That's where we get paid the billions of dollars, actually. <laughs> really too. Jenny, how about yourself? What, what has your journey been like over this time that we've really gotten to know you? Um,
2: I wrote a couple things down just as I was trying to think, but... Um Definitely when I'm thinking back towards um, my first couple of months um, mm. and the things that I was facing when I first started delving in deeper, um, kind of known about myself that I'm a perfectionist. Mm. I would kind of just say that to blanket stuff, yeah. almost because mm-hmm. almost that sounded better. <laughs> um, because if you're a perfectionist, at least you're doing something good, at least trying. And um, but something that I realized about myself was that I, um, when I realized, so being a perfectionist, then the flip side of that is when I wouldn't be a perfectionist or something would be a failure, right. I, um, I didn't know where to go with that. Mm-hmm. So it felt very overwhelming. Yeah. Um, it felt like um, like something was amputated, like had to just get rid of it, start from scratch instead yes. of an opportunity or right. a doorway. Okay, I, I really messed up or I failed at that, but that actually opens up more uh, opportunity instead of just feeling like, right. now what do I do? And then mm-hmm. all of that, emotion didn't have anywhere to go, so it ended. Yeah. up, um, so that was a big thing for me, is yes. realizing that mm-hmm. I could, I could do that, and same, like that Aaron said, um, with feeling like Christ could meet me there, and that's where I started f- asking him to, to show me his, like, feel his love, yes, instead of just knowing yes. that he loved me, right, um, and that's where that started
1: for me. Yeah, um, that's wonderful. Was, yeah. So what would you say, because you, you, I have seen you learn how to be more relaxed. Would you say that that's a fair a description? <laughs> what has helped you to become a more relaxed woman?
2: Well, part of that, I was so afraid yes. to fail that I was working really hard. Yeah and um then everything felt like i was on the line for yes but when that's kind of taken away yeah so if i if i do a good job or if um, things work out Mm -hmm. um, it's the same even if i don't do a great job and i realize oh i need to change some things up but it's not the end right so that took a lot of pressure off me yes sounds kind of cliche When you're saying, like, oh, just take the pressure off. But it it really was finding the Lord there. Yes. Or Him finding me. Letting Him find me. Yes. um, Receiving Him. Receiving His love. Right. Whether or not I met the standard that I was setting for myself. or You know what I mean? Right. So that helped with that. There was also another piece for me of um, not only for myself... Was I holding this high standard and felt overwhelmed if I didn't meet it? I would try to do that with people in my life. Sure. So even in my relationship with Christ, if my relationship didn't seem like it was top-notch, then I was
1: mm-hmm.
2: really striving. Uh, other, I was trying to perfect whatever was right here in front of me right. instead of just enjoying it. And exactly. I think that uh, has a component of me being able to just relax and enjoy yeah. And trust God for the outcome instead of trying to control that oh, outcome. Isn't that wonderful? And um, so the fear has been lifted.
1: Yeah. Because um, the responsibility is not mine. That's wonderful. Because I've really seen you over time um, in the beginning when we would have talks uh, uh, after group. Uh, I, I can remember a couple times that we've talked at least that those i have uh, etched yeah, in my mind. You've really grown from... Uh, your sense of worth, competency, and belonging being placed in what you do versus in who you are. And I, I, I have experienced you really embracing more of a deeper understanding of how God sees you, how Jesus sees you. And out of that comes that that uh, feeling of being loved and respected by uh, your creator um, and by Jesus, uh, is his... I've really seen the look on your face is softer and more relaxed so I just thank you for, for trusting us yeah. in that process mm-hmm. I really do um, I, I asked Nancy if she would be kind enough to um, um, I just yeah oh, sure sure
0: still live there we go that what you just the comment you just made was a question that you guys formed and i've heard this question through you many times that initially i was i'm i'm almost embarrassed to admit how how admit how difficult it was for me to answer and the question was what do you see when you see the face of christ looking at you
1: yes
0: and um because in my place of exhaustion i feel i have to perform my way out of it mm-hmm. I assume that He's kind of looking at where I need to be and waiting for Mm -hmm. me to get there. And I remember the first time Nancy asked that question, when you look at Christ, what do you see in the face of Christ looking back at you? And I just, I couldn't even really, Mm. it was difficult for me to even go there in that moment, you know, even in front of other people and say um, what I would say now, and that is a tremendous sense of of kindness and grace, you know, that He's for me. Mm -hmm. He is, he is for me and against all of those things that, that, that that represent my brokenness. Yes, right. Right. Uh, That he is for me to overcome those things. Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: That's wonderful. Well, thank you. Thank you. Um, To, um, to add on to what you're saying, um, um, she says, uh, my wife, Nancy uh, says, uh, here's some observations on Jenny and Aaron. Jenny by God's grace, has become a warrior toward becoming and committing to growing into a woman who loves God with her whole heart and letting go of anything that stands in that way, learning to live into a daily moment-by-moment time with Christ. And um, Aaron becoming more emotionally engaged and alive, moving from his head to his heart, learning to love unconditionally from the heart, partnering with God to live fully alive, to live the gospel from the heart. And so that's what Nancy sees in the both of you. Mm. Thank you. Mm.
0: Uh, Any other questions for us right now? We have a couple more minutes.
1: A question for the two of you?
0: Yeah, from you. Anything you want to pursue further, get clarification on?
1: Um... I guess the question that I'd have is uh, is uh, for the two of you in your relationship um, what would each of you say is the one thing that you sense the Lord is encouraging you to become more of for the other person?
2: Um, I think for me what I'm trying to think over what has popped up more often is a place of rest for Aaron.
1: Yeah,
2: Because I tend to be just always at something, always doing. Mm -hmm. And um, it's fun for me. I love working, Mm -hmm. and I love just being busy Um, as I'm learning to kind of step back and appreciate times when I just reflect um, I want to also, because you know, it's hard if someone's buzzing around all the time, you feel like you need to yeah. be doing that too. And I want to offer for Aaron just a, a sense of rest too, like okay. in our home. Mm. And there's not always a to do list hanging over his head, you know, yeah. or, or him just watching me do things he feels like he needs to. So I think, yeah. that I'm, is that kind of what you're asking? Sure, yeah. No, that so sounds good. Creating a place mm-hmm. where he, he yeah. feels comfortable taking the time when he needs to take the time to just um, rest and and, um, mm-hmm. and also doing that for myself
1: another sound bite that I would use is that um, in part you're you're learning to be a soft place for him to land his head um, and for him to be welcomed um, and to rest with you as well yep. how about yourself
0: Um... I think the journey for me, which, uh, it's interesting for me because I feel like there's some things that God has done in our life. Um, you, you two have said that transformation is not linear. It's spiral. Yeah. That God revisits topics Mm -hmm. that are kind of core fundamental topics. And so Mm -hmm. in some ways I feel like I'm learning again, more of some things that have been consistent in our relationship. And that is, Developing a capacity to, with the Lord's help, to invite Jenny into what I feel more comfortable just sort of staying alone in as far as what's going on internally to me. My own Mm -hmm. vulnerability, right? Mm -hmm. Um, My own uh, weakness. um, And just saying those things out loud. This is where I'm at. And this is what I I feel like I have to bring and this is what I don't feel like I have to bring. Yeah. Whenever I would feel like I don't have what, what the moment calls for, I don't say those things out loud. I, I, I pull back internally and then just try to muster whatever strength is required for the moment and try to get through it without doing damage. Sure. But I'm leaving her out uh, intentionally actually because I don't want to have to sort through. Um, I don't want to have to feel all of the things that I'm feeling, and if I say them out loud, I might feel them more intensely. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I just, um, I'll just sort of power through, Mm -hmm. and it'll all be good by tomorrow, and we'll be fine. Mm -hmm. And yet she experiences that as, as me not being known to her. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So really, you're in in some ways, you're, you've been learning and practicing how to be your true self. Yeah. And to give Jenny um, an authentic part of you. Yeah. uh, that isn't filtered. Yeah. Um, and then that allows you, Jenny, to be able to um, be responsive to the uh, the real uh, Aaron that's uh, coming to the table. Yeah. That's beautiful, guys. I feel like... Um, I feel like...
2: Um, so there's been... We've been married for 25 years. So there's 25 been...
0: 25 years.
2: <laughs> <laughs> there's been there has been things, times where we've probably scared each other. Oh. So then it's hard to kind of undo some of that because we're sure. like, Oh, last time I let you in a little bit, yeah, you overreacted. And then it was like a week before we were back on track, again, yeah. you know? Sure. So I think some of, of that, that's some work, takes some work so sure. to, to say, okay, I'm going to step out a little bit and then, try and then you yeah. see oh you didn't have that same response we're both growing at the same yes, time right and that's been encouraging yeah to practice and then like that's right. do it it's yeah. a little tentative yeah, exactly. that sometimes but um, mm. that's been encouraging to, to see yeah. and even if we have kind of a oh you're kind of responding how you used to or whatever we're kind of at a place where we both are for each other's growth, so it can kind of pinpoint that without feeling right. like we're gonna make this huge, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, explosion or something. Yeah, right. Well, right. I feel
0: like we are, we're better equipped to arrest the dynamic, our historical dynamic, before it plays out again in a new conversation, sure. right? That's right? And you guys talk a lot about being reflective rather than being reactive. Right. And even, uh, we had a conversation recently where I was like, I was actually, my mind was kind of blown by uh, just the growth taking place in her as indicated by just a comment she made. Um, She was uh, responding to something, and um, I think I said something along the lines of, um, the the intensity of your response leads me to believe that maybe something else is driving that intensity. Mm -hmm. Do you think you have any insight into what that might be that's driving that intensity? And she thought about it. She wasn't defensive at all. She thought about it for a second. She said, you know, I'm not quite sure. Do you feel like you know what that intensity might be coming from? And that was just like a kind of conversation that there was a time where we couldn't have had that without doing additional damage in the conversation, you know, and then getting kind of hurt by that and then pulling away without really growing in our understanding of each other. Yeah, that's wonderful. It's been neat to see. Thank you. Um, Let's take a moment and talk about you're here for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, Let's tell us first so you're gonna be a fresh start for the next two weeks Yeah, you're gonna be taking the whole hour and a half both (laughs) uh, both Tuesdays Uh, Can you run through really quick what you're gonna be covering?
1: Yeah on the uh, first uh, Tuesday? uh, We're gonna talk about how trauma impacts our lives and then Nancy always says that I I tend to be more like a fire hose when it comes to information. So some might carry over into the next Tuesday, possibly. Um, But the next Tuesday is, it's all about how, what we do with our pain. Um, There's a gentleman that said that uh, if we don't transform our pain, we transmit it. Um, So we're going to talk about that uh, some. And then for you men... You're invited on Saturday. On
0: Saturday, yeah. yeah. Tell us about the EQ um, conference.
1: And this, is, and this is to support you women. <laughs> uh, we're uh, doing it on uh, increasing your emotional intelligence. And there's five areas of emotional intelligence. There's self-awareness, uh, self-regulation, uh, the ability to control um, or redirect uh, uh, disruptive emotions or impulses, motivation, empathy, and then social skills. Those are the five areas that emotional intelligence uh, addresses. So we're going to have a wonderful time on Saturday uh, from 9 until 3.30 or thereabouts. Yeah, there's
0: going to be lunch included. That's a by-registration event, so if you want to participate in that, you'll go on the the church center and register for that. Exactly. It's for men uh, 16 and older. Yep. Um, The other thing I want to add, actually, the worship team, you guys can go ahead and come on up. The other thing I wanted to add is that uh, Ray is going to be here for two weeks, and he is going to be doing uh, quite a bit of coaching, personal coaching, and marriage coaching with many of our team members at Church on the Rock. Sure. Um, Ray has a couple of spots left open available, and it's for a fee, uh, just the normal yeah. fee that you would charge as a, a right. private practice counselor. If that's something that you, if you wanted to connect with Ray over the next two weeks... Um, we have a couple of openings available Uh, what I would ask you to do is that you would just email our office and then we'll reach out to you and see if we can work you into uh, one of the remaining uh, openings
1: and if I could just say that uh, the um, formation program we're starting uh, at the end of October um, a new year one Uh, Drew will have uh, some pamphlets if at all you're interested Um, so just wanted to inform you of that as well and
0: Drew is participating in that program, so oh, yeah. he's got he's got some insight into that. Sure, he does. Uh, would you do us a favor and uh, close our time in prayer?
1: Sure, I'd love to. Father, <coughs> Father, thank you so much for this opportunity to be together, to be able to worship, to be able to um, be introduced uh, to uh, just what it is that you would like for us to learn from you, and be able to have a heart that's open uh, to your invitations. Uh, for us to go deeper in our own personal growth and development and healing, and then also to be able to love as you have loved Jesus. And we thank you for how you modeled uh, being able to love so graciously, so tenderly. Uh, we ask that your Holy Spirit might fill us in order that we may love as you loved. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen. Would you guys give Ray and Jenny a hand? Thank you. standing. I invite you to stand. Uh, There's a few different ways to respond to the Lord this morning. Uh, If the Lord has placed any specific invitation on your heart to pursue growth with greater intentionality, with greater fervor, with greater zeal, uh, I encourage you to take the time now to work that out with him and ask for direction on that. Uh, We will have a couple of prayer team members over here to my right uh, that would love to pray with you for any reason uh, as we go into worship. Uh, You can take communion during our time of worship. You can give. uh, But let's meet with the Lord together. Thanks, guys. That was the best. Well, if you guys want to respond to the Lord, the prayer team is going to be over there uh, for the next uh, little bit if you want to do that. Um, Also, if you're here and you don't know where your next meal is coming from, we would love to be a part of that. You can come talk to any of the staff and we would love to help you out. A couple things is that tonight again we have men's chapel, so uh, Ray's going to be there. It'll be Mark, Guess, and myself um, talking through some of our own journey with Ray this last year. We've both been doing the program that they run in Chicago. Um, Also, I am here and I have the pamphlet, so if that's of interest to you, they have a few more slots available for the ones starting here uh, this next month. You can Come talk to me. Um, And then we got Fresh Start starting as well this Tuesday, so put all the stuff on your calendar. Uh, Ray's here for two weeks. Um, If you can. Make time. It's worth it. It's gonna be great. Um, bless you guys as you go out into your week. For